you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good Morning Football! Gipper. Hey, welcome to Good Morning Football. We're live here in New York City. It's Tuesday, May 16th, and we have an awesome show planned for you. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Sean O'Hara, and Peter Schrager here. Uh, Jason McCourty enjoying some time off, which we appreciate for him. Sean, how are you this week? You've been here a lot. Swell, yeah, yeah. I I hope that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm moving around, though. Yeah. I'm giving you on your toes. That's the way it works. Mm -hmm. Each chair. But uh, more importantly, I'm I'm great. I'm I'm glad to see you back. Mm -hmm. I know yesterday we welcomed you back, but Mm -hmm. um, it was fun to to hear all the takes that you've been storing up on. You have been storing takes, Peter. Hibernating. You have more today or you're done? I got more. Okay, good. Great. Great. My my top five clutch quarterback list went really well over Always. Perfect, right? Mm, It went. Quarterback list, Jamie. You're up today. I am up. I went, uh, I've went. i been assigned closest to the pin, uh, under 25. So yes. since I am the resident under 25, closest yep. to the pin, of course, not actually under 25, then I have that list later. So uh, youngsters, beware. Your top five oh, list man. of quarterbacks is coming. There's a lot of them. There's a lot That's of a them. a tough list And there you. was like a, a couple disqualifications because we had just recent birthdays that oh. off the list. So I, Top I, five quarterbacks under 25? Under, not All 25 right. and under. Okay. Very important differentiation, under especially Good. in the middle of May. Uh, sure. But let's talk about the Jets, shall we? They do not have a youngster quarterback. No. Totally blind. They're not they got old head. <laughs> yeah, the Jets added uh, some primetime exposure. <laughs> When they added Aaron Rodgers. If you have Aaron Rodgers, then here you are. A bunch of Sunday night, Monday night games. Five primetime games altogether. Starting week one, Monday night, against the Bills. A week four, Sunday night, they host the Chiefs. That's a doozy. In addition to those five games, the Jets also play the Dolphins in the first ever Black Friday game. 3 p.m. Eastern standalone game on Prime Video. Elsewhere, within the Jets universe, though, 
something that's becoming an interesting situation involving defensive tackle Quinnen Williams. He has scrubbed. He has doing the social media version of breaking up with the Jets uh, because there is no mention of his team on his social media. His Twitter bio is now reading defensive tackle four dot dot dot. Uh, Williams is now skipping voluntary workouts as he tries to get a new deal done. Quinton Williams has been awesome for the Jets. I'm sure that's not something the Jets fans mm. want to see. There's a lot of excitement, though, and also drama building for Gang Green. So uh, raised expectations for this team in prime time. But if you couple that with Quinton Williams' current situations with the dot, 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 does this create too many distractions for the Jets, Kyle, moving forward? No. No. I'm out. I can't get there. I just can't. Uh, I also want to say, decades from now, when media professors study this era of media, please do a day on how stupid the technique of changing your Twitter bio is. I hate it so much. It's like the social media equivalent of like the silent treatment. It's so lame. It's so petty. And yet, it's probably effective because you're trying to draw attention to yourself and trying to get people to talk about it. I just can't. I completely can't stand it. This, this Quinnen thing... Um, when the Jets get hard knocks, and by God, they better. I don't know why the hell they wouldn't. It's like story five in episode one. And maybe even like story nine in episode one. It's all Rogers. It's all Sala. It's all Rogers all the time. I, I can't get there with the distraction thing. I think this whole season really is going to be contingent on Aaron Rodgers. I think they have a great roster. I think they have an experienced coaching staff. I don't think these are these babe in the woods New York Jets. And even if they are really young, I still think it's they're too young to even care. And they're so like above this, like, oh my God, this is pressure. I don't know. I saw Sauce walking around Lambeau Field with the cheese thing on his head like he didn't have a care in the damn world. And I think the fact that now that they're being talked about and being hyped, I think they just love. I mean, is there any event on the NFL calendar that Sauce Gardner has not only watched but attended this year? He goes to every single thing. He is there. It's NFL Network and Sauce Gardner. Um, And I think Rodgers is ready. I don't buy the thing that he's going to be intimidated by the media or clash with the media. I just don't. I think he'll be able to handle it. So too many distractions, no. Uh, I don't like changing the Twitter bio, Sean, but other than that, I, I just can't get there right now. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I'm with you, Kyle, and I think uh, based on yesterday's conversation, you could go back and teach an entire uh, lesson uh, on on how to handle your your social media sure. profiles. <laughs> I think when you when you look at, at, at the distraction aspect of it, and I know that word is kind of like forced on, on our conversation. It really is. Are we really talking about <laughs> is this a distraction for the Jets? Has anybody been paying attention to what's transpired over the last couple months? Like, if it wasn't for the Aaron Rodgers drama, this deal probably would have been done. Joe Douglas is been on his own darkness mm-hmm. retreat as he tried to figure out what am I giving up for Aaron Rodgers as we try to make this happen. So, no, I, this is not too much of a distraction, but I will say this. I feel like this this shocked me a little bit from, from Big Q because I feel like this is kind of out of character for him. Like, as great of a football player as he is, and there's no argument there, he might be their best player on the team, mm-hmm. like Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers included. Sure. Like, that's how good Q is. But he's an even better person, and you can't find anybody to say anything bad about this kid. And I think that that's where I kind of look at this, and I'm like, eh, maybe he was bored. Maybe he was on a flight that got Maybe his agent told him like, to do eh, it. You know what? Well, exactly, yeah. All right, now people are talking. <laughs> All right, I will. Us included. Okay, fine. I don't want to, but here we go. The reality is he's under contract, so it's not like, hey, he was a free agent or he got tagged and, like, mm-hmm. you're not trying to pay me. But the thing that I, I, I kind of cringe at as we're watching these highlights of him, 12 sacks last year, dominant player. But this is one of the faces of the franchise. We just showed the primetime games on there. Take a look at what the Jets tweeted out from their own Twitter account on the primetime games right there. There's the list of them. Oh, here's our primetime games. Look who's on it. Mm -hmm. 
Like, okay, that, that, this guy is the, he's one of the faces of the franchise right now. And if you're Joe Douglas, uh, it, there's no way he's not going to find a way to make this deal happen. So it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. Uh, but I, I look at that aspect of it right there. And the MVP of the Jets season last year, the Curtis Martin Award, went to Quinn and Williams. Mm. So, I, I, listen, Jets, the Jets are not parting with him at any point. They're not going to trade him. They're not going to not sign him. Sure. Uh, but to your point, this might have got the ball rolling. I think, I mean, look, it bubbled up because he actively removed the name New York Jets and put a blank in it. I think it's so petty. I think it's <laughs> so beneath him. I, with you, I don't even think it probably was him. Like, I, knowing mm. Quinn and Williams, like, are we nah, sure? Or is that just agency to PR person to social media coordinator? This is what you do when you're in a contract impasse. Like, yeah. get it done. He'll be a Jet, right? I think that that's understood. Right. Has he erased all pictures from his Instagram of that's the Jets? The and all, Scrub it. We've that's what they say. That. Scrub it. I, I don't think it ever works. No. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't raise the alarm. It only has us talking about it and saying it with, <laughs> with like, disdain and... We don't disdain Quinn and Williams. We love Quinn and Williams. Quite a very likable the player. The Jets love Quinn and Williams. <laughs> they love Quinn and Williams. Uh, so what's it going to cost? Let's take a look at the defensive tackle salaries in the NFL right now. This is the active one. Jeffrey Simmons just signed a big deal, had a great press conference afterwards. I will say that not you know, Dexter Lawrence signed it. I would say he makes more than Simmons, Lawrence, and Payne when it's all said and done. Mm. That the Jets are going to do him right. So to me, it's... It, and that's assumption, right? I don't know how it also will work out. But, like, you're going to make $24 million a year. You just are. You're that good. 12 and a half sacks from defensive tackle. That's a huge amount of money. Don't go to social media and erase the team name. Mm. Don't make this combative. Don't make this toxic. This is supposed to be the good time for the Jets leading into the season. Trust that these guys who drafted you third overall, who have told your representatives we want to get a deal done, trust that it will, will happen. I... I don't like this from the social media and the branding mm-hmm, and the, mm-hmm. the, the, the here's our pawn versus your pawn thing. I don't think it needs to get that far. This is mm-hmm. a beloved player with a team that loves him, and they will take care of him. And that's big money, $24 million yeah. a year. It's not like they're not paying you right now. If you want to take the name out of the out of the social media thing, maybe the paycheck shouldn't hit also. I don't oh. know what to tell you. Like, I, you're going to get paid, and you're getting paid now. It's also Just May 16th. Patient. Like, wait, that, that, We need to do this now? Oh, it's a long time until the season. Maybe he's bitter because his team did a lot of stuff, and he just wasn't on the to-do list fast enough. Like, Maybe he thought he was at the top of the to-do list, and mm. it wasn't prioritized. I'm trying to reach for reasons why, like, Quinnen, it's okay that you did this, because now at the table we've said this is annoying, it's toxic, Petty, petty, yeah. yeah, It's like not a good, not a lot of good adjectives. Uh, I guess to play devil's advocate, we love him. Yeah, love, love the guy. He also unfollowed the Jets. Boo! That happened too. However, he wasn't thorough enough because on his Instagram he still follows the UK Jets account, so he can still talk to them in a British accent, just not. uh, He can still DM. That's next week. They'll unfollow UK Jets. (laughs) He switched everything back over to like Alabama pictures. He's retweeting Dexter Lawrence's screens about how his contract. So like he's trying to make his argument in, yeah. the, in as many non-verbal ways as possible. So whatever, you do you, Quentin. My problem mm. is, is why are you trying to pretend that you don't want to be a part of this? Because again, we've talked over the last yeah. week now since the schedule came out, you've got five primetime games. If you want to earn your money and earn and earn your value, you want to play on a game that all the eyeballs are watching, that everyone wants to watch. You want to be a part of this Jets train because if it works out the way they want to, they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be in the AFC Championship. They're going to be playing their way into January. 
The only problem with this situation, I think, is that if you're left out of this party, you've got seven other parties that people could go and attend. And I'm talking everyone else that gets to attend the playoffs. The Jets were not on this list. They did not make the playoffs last year. They weren't really close. They weren't even part of the conversation. They're part of a division that had two teams make it. Obviously, uh, now the East could become our three teams going to yeah. get in. They'd be lucky if they yeah. did because the Dolphins are good. The Bills are really good. The fourth team out of that party right now is the Patriots. So mm-hmm. the Jets, it's not that it's a distraction to May 15th. It's August 15th, September 15th that we're worried about. But if I'm Quinn Williams, you don't want to see yourself out of this party. You want to get your hand stamped so you can go back in because I think the Jets are going to be on that full screen extra when we say, please show me the 2023 AFC Quinnen's saying, I, I, I started the party. I was at the party right. last year. Right. Did you see me? You want a big game? I went into Lambeau and I had two sacks of Rodgers. Like, mm-hmm. let's go here. I, all, sauce, Rodgers, these are the Johnny-come-latelys. I've been here for years. He's been manning the keg. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He really, he's been pumping it, yes. and he's ready. So, I... Unfollow the Jets, too? Yeah. So, like, if, if it isn't him, <laughs> social media person, is it on Quinnen at 24 years old, whatever it is, to say to them, like, guys, what are you doing? Mm. Or do you think he genuinely is like, yeah, that's the move. That's the wisest thing to do at May 16th know. right now, like, to do this. It, uh, two things are concerning. Uh, a couple things. If it is him, that's kind of, that's odd. If it's not him and he is literally handed over the keys to his messaging that comes from Quentin Williams, I also don't love that, too. Like, you're just like, hey, sure, here's access to my Twitter account. Like, come on, man. I, probably, I don't know if that's common. I don't know how these guys work. Yeah. Didn't you unfollow GMFB for, like, a week, like, yeah, a in week. 2019? <laughs> right. and, and, and then they just gave me the bag. <laughs> you know, it all worked. You know, um, it all worked out for you. Honestly, though, like, I don't, I, maybe, it's an age thing. Maybe I don't understand that strategy, and it seems like one that, wouldn't be advised from someone who's yeah. a veteran, like mm-hmm. you know, his agents. You know, Sala right? a little bit. She, what do you think, Robert Sala this morning? You think he probably cares? Giggling, probably laughing and yeah, like yeah. cares, but like <laughs> we're talking about it for eleven minutes to start the well, show. Yeah. It's actually funny you bring up Sala. He was on the Rich Eisen show the other day. What do you have to he say? He said, "Yeah, listen, Joe's working on that," and he said, "I'm great. I feel pretty good about it." Good. So I, Sala's not worried about it. I'm sure he's not worried about them scrubbing all that. Yeah. But, uh, to your point about all those primetime games, like mm. good luck winning all those games without Big Q. Mm. Right? I mean, he, He's going to be there. And that's his point. The deadline yeah. is not, the, 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 the report's not due until the until right. later on. Like, yeah. Peter, they have enough money on that team? Like, they, what they the hell's going on over there? You know, They're paying so Rodgers everything, right? You pay the piper now and you deal with it later. <laughs> that's right, the fine. NFL in 2020. Okay, great, fine. I'm, I'm, stinking not, years, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Okay. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but 
All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The 2016 AP Most Valuable Player is Matt Ryan. Ryan takes the snap. New England going to bring some pressure. Matt going to reset throw for Hooper. He caught it. Touchdown Atlanta. Matt Ryan absolutely shot a laser in there to the rookie. Here's Ryan going to take the deep shot. Julio Jones is there, and he makes the catch. The answer's in. Matt going to take a lob shot. Sanu, did he catch it? Touchdown, Atlanta! Ryan Punk throws high for Gonzalez! What a catch! Touchdown, Atlanta! And Matt threw it the only place he could for Tony to catch it. Fit it for the Yellow Blazer, Dave! For more than a decade, he was the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons, won a lot of playoff games, went to a Super Bowl, and of course was the MVP. It's time for a round of we in or we out. All right. Start with Matt Ryan who announced yesterday that he will be joining CBS Sports as an analyst. Now, Ryan did add that he's not retiring and would still like to play. However, he will be working both in the booth and in the studio for CBS unless a team calls and says, we've got a gig for you. Here we go. Matt Ryan, NFL career, all time in the NFL. That's great. Quarterback wins, top 10. Completions, top 5. Passing yards, top 10. Passing touchdowns, he's top 10 in the NFL's history in passing touchdowns. The game is we in or we out. I say something, you guys tell me whether you agree or you disagree. Matt Ryan's 15-year career in the NFL is underappreciated. Are we in or are we out, Kyle Brandt? It's a great question. I'm sitting here just thinking about this. Peter, he didn't win as many playoff games as you remember. I went and looked. I thought it was going to be like seven or eight, four. Okay. Four and six in the playoffs. It's not great. He started his career, and he could never get that win, and then he finally did. And um, The other thing that works against Matt Ryan, I think my answer to the question is no. I think he is properly uh, appreciated, but certainly by me. I think what works against him is uh, the, the last five years of his, of his career were tough. Never more than seven wins in the last five seasons, and the Colts experiment was just a disaster. Um, I think he was like, in his career, like he was like NFC Phillip Rivers, like very, very good quarterback, likable guy. You know, Rivers maybe even got a little more publicity because the personality and all the kids and there's all jokes and stuff. And Matt Ryan was just just a damn pro, just solid, solid, solid. Um, I think right now, if there is who's the Matt Ryan in the league, it's it's like 
It's like Dak and Cousins. Like, very good quarterbacks who you are never concerning or confusing with Mahomes or at Al. He won the MVP. Shanahan leaves. His numbers drop dramatically the next year, and he's almost looked at as like, yeah, he won the MVP, but Kyle Shanahan was there, and they lost the 28-3, which is not fair or not right. I, I appreciate him a lot. Um, those numbers are compelling in the top ten. I don't think he's underappreciated, though. If you live through the Matt Ryan era, he was really, really good. He wasn't Rodgers, he wasn't Brady, he wasn't Peyton Manning, but he was really good. I think he's properly appreciated. Mm, I'm in on this. Uh, Under? I think he's underappreciated, yeah. And I think when I look back at when he first came to the Falcons in 2008, I mean, he hit the ground running. I mean, it helped that he had Tony G and Robert White. But I kind of look at it from a Madden perspective. The video game. Okay. You're going to play with the 2009, 2007. You're going to play with the Atlanta Falcons because of that three-headed monster right there. Yeah. And then you added Julio to this. I mean, this offense was a juggernaut. And I just look back to that 2016 season when he was the NFL MVP. And I think for Matt Ryan, the question everybody's going to have. Oh, and by the way, by the way, happy birthday! Tomorrow is Matt Ryan's birthday. Okay. On May 17th. Um, we we look back on that career. It's going to be the what if. What if they had won that Super Bowl? What if Kyle Shanahan was still there? Because that relationship that he had with Kyle Shanahan, I think, is what really helped him blossom. At that point in time, they were up 28 to 20. Yeah. There was four minutes left to go on the game. The next play is a, there, there's a sack, then a holding penalty, sure. and they end up having to punt. They could have taken three knees right there and won that football game. We'd have a totally different discussion about it. Um, I, I think you're on point with the Phillip Rivers of the NFC yeah. aspect of it. It's a great comparison. That Super Bowl, alluding that, I think that that will haunt him and, and, of course, the Atlanta Falcons forever. But Matt Ryan should definitely be more appreciated for what he did. Mm. Also, the way that he did it. Uh, mm-hmm. Unbelievable class. No doubt. Great guy. Um, you love everything about that. That all-time list, uh, that shocks people. I think when you look shocks. at that, that list. Seventh all-time passing Seventh all-time in passing yards. He's got more yards than Elway, Marino, Montana. Well, Peter, when you put that up, you know the conversation that happens. It's Make the Hall of Fame cave right here. Yeah. Right. Jamie, what do you think? I'm out. So far out on this. Okay. CBS is not in the practice of charity cases. Mm -hmm. CBS hires people because they are legitimate, because they have full screens like this. They're not going to put him on a roster of Tony Romo and Charles Davis and Trent Green and say, (laughs) Matt Ryan, we want to help legitimize your career. Let's put you on the CBS broadcast booth and just hope to get you a job in some quarterback room. No, 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 no. He is appreciated just fine. He is hired at CBS accordingly. I think you're fine. And also, anyone who has the nickname Matty Ice, I think, is appreciated. Hall of Fame nickname. Mm A-OK. You're good. You're fine, Matt Mm -hmm. Ryan. You're good. We appreciate you. Probably not a Hall of Famer, right? Not for me, but there will be people who say he is, just like they would sell for Rivers, too. In baseball, they call it a compiler, someone who just stacks stats over years and years and years. But to your point, in 2016, he he was the best quarterback in all of football, and Mm -hmm. you can make that argument and say, but was he ever the guy beyond that 2016 year? Was he ever the one who was everyone slept and could not sleep the night before? Did he have the two Super Bowl rings that Eli had? Did he have the two Super Bowl rings that Roethlisberger had? I just look at his his peers, mm-hmm. and he was up there. He was always in that top ten, and one year he was number one. But like I, over 15 years span, I don't know if he was in that class of Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger, and then you go down to the new guys like Mahomes and Rodgers. Here's and a B. He was a B, that's, and that's great. And that's fine. I, I, I feel like I'm disrespecting Matt Ryan. Great you're career. not. Great you're career. not. But, but this is what we do here. We talk about players. You know? And he'll be on CBS. And my reaction was, good for Matt Ryan. Like yeah, It wasn't yeah. like when Tom Brady joined, and it was like, oh! It was like, 
Ryan, well, Matt Ryan, CBS, that sounds... And Peter, oh. you know this is kind of in the weeds, but like I think he was on last year. They had him on uh, an NFL Today just one morning. Obviously, he did well enough for them to feel compelled to say, like, we just want you sure. on our roster. Like, we'll put you on games. We'll put you on the morning show. Like, they just wanted him mm. to be a part of the group because obviously it was going to make a difference. Yeah, look, Breeze went to NBC. Now Ryan, mm. NFC South Road. Now Breeze is off TV. Now Ryan's mm-hmm. in TV. We'll see how it goes. Now you got to do the new job. We'll see how it is. And uh, maybe if a team comes calling... Waits a year. All right. Edmonton Oilers. They were eliminated in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs on Sunday by the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Yes, sure. that's the team. Yeah. Their loss, though, Edmonton, marks the 30th straight season that a Canadian team will not be hoisting the Stanley Cup. The last Canadian team to do so was Patrick Waugh and the 1993 Montreal Canadiens. Peter, I want to speak up for hockey here. They always say the same thing when you bring this up. The American teams are populated with Canadian players, yes. so we win it every year. That's always what they say. There are several Canadian teams. They have not hoisted the Stanley Cup since 1993. That's true. The most egregious slump in football, however, is not from a Canadian team. It is from the Detroit Lions. The statement is this. Pretty close. The Lions not winning a championship since 1957 is the most egregious slump in all of football history. Are we in or are we out? Hmm. It's a tough one. I'm going to say I'm out on this one. And look, they have longevity to plead their case. But I'm going to go with the New York Jets right now. Their last Super Bowl win was in 1969. So not quite as long as the Detroit Lions have have gone as a drought. But just think about that. That's before all of us at this table here were born. Like the, The generation of fans that they have lost because they have not had that title in so long. They don't even know what it's like. Um, Jets fans now, I mean, uh, they're so giddy right now because they've got the quarterback. Yeah. Got the guy. That guy right there, Joe Namath, uh-huh. that's the last Jets quarterback to throw for 4,000 yards. Yeah. And, he, and he did it in 1967. But you look at the slump for Jets. Here's what here's what's makes it harder. Obviously, in New York, we, we want winners. I was going to say, I see Detroit with a longer stretch than that. Yeah, but, but New York what's wants the argument? Like Nobody ever says, give me the second best meatball sub. Give me, mm-hmm. No, I want the best. Give me the best slice. Give me mm-hmm. the best Italian. Um Every other sports team in New York has won a championship. Ah, right. The Jets have not. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I mean, you go down the Knicks, the Rangers, the Devils, the Islanders, mm-hmm. all of them. The Jets are the only one. I'll take the second best meatball sandwich right now. I don't right? mind that at all. I'm actually going to say I'm out on this too. Sean actually just hit on this. I saw something fascinating. The 33rd team put this out. The last quarterback for each franchise to throw for 4,000 yards Carson Palmer for the Cardinals. Kirk Cousins for Washington, Brian Sipe for the Browns, Joe Namath for the Jets, and the Bears have never had one, ever. Really? They're the only team in the NFL ever who has never thrown for 4,000 yards as a quarterback. Cutler didn't do it. Trubisky didn't do it. Fields didn't do it. All, every single other team in the entire league has a 4,000-yard pass. The Bears are the only one ever. And if you think this is just a dumb statistical anomaly, kind of speaks to the approach and the offense. And they've brought in everybody from Mike Martz to uh, Mark Tressman. Still don't have a 4,000-yard pass. we got guys who throw for five. They've never had four. Will this be the year? Probably not with Fields. I think it's a crazy streak. The uh, 2013-14 Boston Bruins hockey season, I was the rinkside reporter. I did a 90-plus hockey games because they made it to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Okay. Lost to Montreal in the second round. I still, to this day, answer the question, what's the best sporting venue you've ever been in? Uh, Canadian playoff hockey. Cool. The best. The French national anthem. The French-Canadian national anthem. Unbelievable. Um, the Canadian blind obnoxious pride that they have in winning hockey games mm-hmm. and the fact that this has not happened in so long directly parallels to the Dallas Cowboys for me. I just can't. It, it's Go like on. 
the assumption that people have the audacity to not have allowed the Dallas Cowboys to win more playoff games since the early 90s is like directly to just the entirety of Canada thinking that, but we are Canada. We deserve to win hockey games and to win the Stanley Cup trophy. So I'm out on this. It is the Dallas Cowboys drought in the playoffs in that disgusting year, 1993 or whatever is it. We keep 25 plus. 95. 95. Thank Last you. time in their title game. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the fact that it just rolls off the tongue ever so beautifully right around Thanksgiving and then January again. And sure. Right there. D- the Cowboys and Canada for hockey. Those are the only two parallels you can make. There is a connection yeah. there. The Dallas Stars are now on to the finals of the div- of the conference. Oh, my oh. God. Dallas might have a championship after oh all. Oh, my God. Both <laughs> stars and yep. your rookie goal scorers. Uh, that's We In or We Out. Do some more of this later next I'm week. in on We In, We Out. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Uh, The Bears were busy yesterday signing rookies to deals, including their offensive tackle, Darnell Wright. Let's go. Selected 10th overall to help that man, protect him at all costs, and that man being Justin Fields. Uh, Our own Cynthia Freeland sat down with Bears GM Ryan Poles on NFL Plus to discuss the team's draft and how Fields was involved in the process after they traded away the first overall pick. 
So when were you comfortable trading out of the number one pick? Not necessarily a date, but when were you kind of, all right, I feel like this is the right move for us? Yeah, I mean, we took the time to, you know, evaluate the quarterbacks. Because like I said in the press conference there, I wanted to be blown away because I do believe in Justin Fields and I do believe he can take the next step to get this organization to a championship caliber team. Did Justin call you and were like, thank you for the O-line help <laughs> and then thank you so much for David Moore and now Tyler Scott and Roshan Johnson? Uh, he didn't because he kind of <laughs> knew what was going on. I want my quarterback a part of the process. Totally. I actually told him what we were going to do and we did exactly that. And It's been two years we've done that and I think that relationship is important. That's awesome, Cynthia. Thanks for going out there. You can see stuff like that on mm-hmm. NFL Plus. Exclusive content, in-depth conversations, longer ones that if you're a Bears fan, you want to hear exactly what that man has to say about your quarterback and your team for years to come. What do we make, though, of the Bears faithful and their faith in Justin Fields, both in his championship potential and the team's willingness to involve him mm-hmm. in the draft process? Chicago Kyle. I almost just called you Chicago Kyle. I'll take Chicago it. Kyle. I represent the 847 <laughs> North Suburbs. I'll represent it all day long. It is the smart thing to do in how they're treating Justin Fields. And you know what? Damn it. It's, it's the right thing to do. I understand from the second that Justin Fields has become Chicago Bear, he's basically been run over by the team bus over and over and over again. If you are familiar with the punishment that he has taken in the first two years as a Bear, and we're not even showing it. It's not, it's not, it's, this is morning television. It's a family show, as they say. We're not showing that stuff to you. He has been demolished. He has been a crash test dummy. He's been a rodeo clown. He has been a speed bump. And never once, never once has he so much as thrown a mouth guard or spiked the football or pointed at a lineman. He plays, he shuts the hell up, and he goes behind an offensive line that is not suited to protect him and targets that are not suited to guard him. Uh, I want to show you something really good in the in the vein of DJ Moore becoming a Chicago Bear. Take a look right now at the all-time Bears leading receivers ever in the 107-8-year history of the of the Bears franchise. Johnny Morris, who did it about 50 years ago, is their all-time leader with 5,000 yards. DJ Moore, who's never played a snap for the Bears, already has more receiving yards than Johnny Morris. He's already, that's the guy. So think about what DJ Moore and a very young receiver has already done in his career. If he had done it with the Bears, would already be the all-time franchise leader in a franchise ain't exactly new. Um, Justin Fields is talented enough, is the leader, is tough enough. And a personal anecdote, uh, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace drafted Justin Fields. They moved up to do it in the first round. Uh, After that first season, Matt Nagy was let go. I had a text exchange with Matt Nagy. I think he'd be comfortable with me revealing in which we were talking about some things and the nature of his being let go. And he said, I'll tell you this. They have the right guy in Justin. Justin is the answer. Justin will bring them to the promised land. Justin is the truth. And he could have easily was off the record and said, I don't know about Fields. He loves him. He says he will. And this is a coach who was just terminated by the team saying they have the right guy. Um, They should involve him in the draft. They draft a tackle. They bring in a wide receiver. It's go time, Peter, and I think Justin Fields has done everything to deserve it, and I'm happy they're doing it. What an interesting draft class that was a couple years ago. We're now going to year three with all these guys. Trey Lance, big question mark. Zach Wilson, big question mark. Of course, Mac Jones is now a big question mark. Trevor Lawrence is a sure thing. We know Trevor Lawrence, after getting a playoff win and doing it, I still don't know on Justin Fields, and this is not me questioning Justin Fields. To your point... 
how is anyone supposed to succeed in the offense they put out there with him last year? So look what they did this year. And credit to Ryan Poles and credit to Matt Eberflus and saying, let's at least surround him with some guys. I, I think like the this. offensive tackle is a huge pick. Trade back one spot from the Eagles. The Bears were never taking Jalen Carter. It made no sense for their roster and what they're looking to do. They move back. They get Darnell Wright, which was considered a reach by some to go over Broderick Jones and go over some of the other guys. Roski. But at this point, this was their guy. DJ Moore, to your point, is only 26 years old. He's got over 5,000 yards career receiving, and he wasn't catching the ball from some star talents post-Cam Newton sure. leaving that team. So I look at it this way. Now, what's interesting is you've got Justin Fields, who hasn't won squat in this league, mm-hmm. who has three wins. And let's be honest, guys, the Bears were the worst team in football last year based on everything except for one last play where the Houston Texans uh, were able to score a touchdown on Lovey Smith's amazing Hail yeah. Mary play. Bears lost 10 in a row in this Bears game. stunk last year. Yeah, really bad. Okay, they had a couple of, They stunk. To say we incorporated Justin into our planning, into our drafting, and that we told him everything we were going to do and we actually went out and did it, that puts a lot of faith in Justin Fields. I don't think Belichick was doing that with Mac Jones. I certainly don't think John Lynch was doing that with Trey Lance. And I know the Jets weren't doing that with Zach Wilson. So the Bears see something in Justin Fields that is more than just what the other teams look at at their quarterbacks from two years ago. Because if they didn't, they had the number one overall pick. They could have selected Bryce Young. The mere fact they didn't stay at that number one, the mere fact that they stuck by Fields and then brought him in for these decisions tells me a lot. Now it's on him to deliver. They've gotten him the players. They've got him the coach in Getze, and I think they've given him the faith both publicly and privately to know that you've got the confidence that you're our guy, but now you are entering this year in the draft, and this is the, this year in your career, and year three is when guys are supposed to make that giant leap. Yeah. No excuses. Justin yeah. Fields, you can't win three gotta games win. again. you got to win some games. Yeah, no doubt about it. they got to find a way to deliver. I think great job by Cynthia Freeland with that interview right there, and, and one of the, the things that jumped out at me was, you know, look, Ryan Poles had to do his due diligence on the draft, right? You're, you got the number one overall pick. You got to research the quarterbacks. And he said, look, I was looking to be blown away. And if, if that happened, all right, then maybe I'd consider it. But after he did the research, okay, fine. This is the, a, a dream GM position. You, you get hired as general manager. You come into an organization. Normally, you have to find the new franchise quarterback. He was already there. And you had the number one overall pick. So that was the easiest trade I think Ryan Poles will ever make as a GM, trading away that number one overall pick. I think when you look at Justin Fields, though, you, the, the comparison you had, crash test dummy, mm-hmm. like that, that's been it for two years. It's not just last year, and it wasn't just his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Brutalized. And I, I go back to his rookie year. There was a nine-sack game against the Cleveland Browns. It was unbelievable. unbelievable. He said, you know what? I yeah. probably should have done something to help him out, to protect him. He's like, you think? Yeah. yeah um, I, I think even last year, look, Justin Fields in year two, most sacked quarterback in the league, 55 times. He and Russell Wilson. And yet, this guy is a cyborg out oh, no. there. Um, no offense, Peter, with your No, advice. stop with the robots. I'm done. I'm scared of him. The, 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 the guy is one of the toughest quarterbacks to bring down, and yet he's the most sacked quarterback. That shouldn't happen. He's also right. led the team in rushing. Like, that can't I happen know. either. So, look, for I think for the Chicago Bears, there's unbelievable excitement, as there should be. Now, all of a sudden, what's the expectation? Here's where I see the biggest difference for Justin Fields. This is the first time in his NFL career that he's going to go into an offseason and he already knows the offense. Mm. He's had to learn a new offense each year. That leads to sacks. That leads to bad football. That leads to, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where I'm going with the football. I'm going to run. 
I think we see a lot less running from Justin Fields. Design runs, yes, less scrambling. But I, I love the way that Ryan Poles has taken a, this approach to it. Like, look, we're, we're going to include you in it. Like, he's not sitting in on the draft meetings, but he's sharing with them, we're going to draft a tackle. We're going to find some help. It's not all on sure. you. But the expectation is there, Jamie. And when you look at the primetime games, like, mm-hmm. We're not the only ones that are counting. The league is behind them. The mm-hmm. NFL is too. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. league, I, they want the Bears to be that team. They they don't want them to stink. They don't want that market sure. to feel dejected. Three times last year, Justin Fields had to rush for over 130 yards. Had to. It was not like a, wee, this is how Justin Fields play. This is like running for his yeah. life, 130 yards in three games. What I appreciate about that conversation on NFL Plus from Cynthia Freeland and Ryan Poles is Ryan Poles' transparency since he's been hired, I think, has been one of the most beautiful things. Last year, Monday night, October 24th, against the Patriots, that man walks into the press box at Gillette Stadium, Ryan Poles being that man, just straight up holds an impromptu press conference, stands up, asks questions. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to go to somebody else's building and say, anybody want to have a conversation? I'm mm-hmm. the GM of the Bears. And he did it. He answered questions before the game started. Then the Bears go out and beat the Patriots on great the night. road. Yeah. Fields passes for a touchdown, runs in a touchdown, has a seemingly great game. Whatever it was a win, he went on the road. That night, to me, was one of the biggest turning points, I think. Because that, to me, told me that Ryan Poles has been considering Justin Fields. Probably saw their trajectory of the Bears' season going on for the rest of the year. They lost 10 in a row after that. Lost game. 10 in a row that's after not the that. Tur- that's not a good turning point. However, however, he knew what he was. He, he knew what he needed to see in Justin Fields. And despite that win, despite the next 10, obviously he saw something that night. And then he saw something on the night mm-hmm. in late February when he traded away the first pick to know that he didn't need another quarterback. What happens if Bryce Young is really good? Mm-hmm. That's any other argument you can make about any other draft class. Oh, this year you should have drafted this guy instead of Justin Jefferson. Like it just it, you can make that argument whatever. Yeah, the it, problem it, is if they go six and eleven and the Bears, and then it's like, well, we do the fifth year extension, and like, but this is a very negative outlook. Right now in May, we're going to talk about positive. Yes. And I, I, I actually do think that they will play really well. By the way, one of the biggest, the greatest things that happened to the Bears offseason has nothing to do with who they drafted. It has to do with Rodgers leaving the division. Like, it yeah. is open. Like, we can do something right. now. I think, I, I believe in him. I do. I do. I think he showed a lot last year in a lot of games that people didn't watch and at the end of games that people didn't watch. And if the Bears were watching, I think Ryan Poles made his announcement when he did not sign Roquan and was saying, this is the best mm-hmm. player on our team. We should definitely sign him. We drafted him as homegrown. He's like, no, I don't care what anybody says online or on Twitter, I'm getting rid of him, and he did. Mm-hmm. We'll see if it works, though. They have to win this year. This is not one of these filler years. This is a big year for Jamie's the Bears. Jamie's point, if this team goes and wins nine games, yeah. Ryan Poles is your executive of the year yeah. because he put his foot down. Sure. He said, we're making this trade, we're going and getting these guys, and we support them. If they lose... Mm. It has to be, to, Peter, to your to your argument, it has to be Bryce Young has to be really good, and unfortunately Justin Fields has to be really bad. For that to be, like, the true, and I can't believe time. you it did that It'll take time. It won't be this year yes, where we decide right. that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just also, have you seen those videos of Bryce Young at training camp? It's like, I mean, I knew we Jarring. all knew. Jarring. <laughs> Jarring. Did he get shorter? I, yeah. I don't know. Or did everybody else take vitamins? I don't know. There's no way he could survive in Chicago. With that win, he'd be gone. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! 
and some waves so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl, go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.